Do you think we should have more of that plinkety plonk? I do music? like. Didn't we get someone famous to do that? Yes, music? we did. Really? Yes. It's athlete. It's the guy. Oh from right, athlete. So it's, it's Mr. Athlete. Right, let's have a little bit more. Let's have a bit more. There you go. That's class. It is class, actually. Yeah. Well done, athletes. Thank you. And uh, welcome to another... Uh, this is a podcast at... Yes. From from your friends at Books of the Year. He's Matt Williams and I'm Sam Mayo. So <clears throat> uh, we pop up every now and again just yeah. to say, don't forget, there's a fully guest-laden show coming to you very shortly. I mean, some weeks we are just going to be... It's going to be you and me talking about books, talking about uh, guests and stuff like that. But my instinct is, as we get into the into the autumn, I think we're going to probably be having an author every week. Every Basically, if you've got a book out yeah. in the autumn, it means that the publishers really love you. <laughs> oh, really? Is yeah. that? Is that? Yeah. yeah. I haven't got a book yeah. out. I've got a book out, book out in December. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, but you you have had books out in the autumn. Yeah, I know but that, yeah. basically, yeah. So uh, mine is a paperback. So okay, the, well, yeah. So the hardback came out. Oh right, no, that was the spring. Yeah, um, I don't but... know what that says. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So what it means is we're because it's the same with movies and it's the same with uh, music and albums and that kind yeah. of stuff. You got some serious product. Put it out before Christmas. Put it out, you know, make it gift-wrapped. You know, that's the mm. general idea. Anyway, so that's all coming up, and it's all going to get very, very busy. Yes. Um, the next guest-laden show that we've got will be Manda Scott and Tracy Borman. So uh, it's, it's a double fiction uh, exercise. It is, uh, but it's sort of historical fiction, isn't it? Yeah. So. Historical fiction. What a great genre that is. <laughs> <laughs> I do find... I do find that it's very, very yeah. creative. Well, I love the fact that we can skirt so close to the wind now. If this were the BBC, there'd be a producer coming through that door right now to throw themselves on the microphone, closely pursued by a team of lawyers. That's right, saying you can't mention <laughs> anything that you might have out. Have you got a book out? Yes, I, 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 I do. Yeah. No, actually, it's... Anyway, so uh, Amanda Scott's written Treachery of Spies, which is which is terrific. So it's so a Second World War, mm-hmm. French Resistance, but also yeah. set in uh, modern day France. Uh, and Tracy Borman has written The King's Witch, so it's like early seventeenth century. It's, yeah, so a reign of uh, James the First. It's the end of the Tudors and it's the start of the Stuarts. There you go, Mr. That's Stuarts, what it is. Yes. Story of Francis Gorges. I think that's how you say Gorges. it. Gorges. Gorges. Anyway, and then it links into the gunpowder plot sixteen oh five, so it's all that kind of it's all that kind of period. So a super melodramatic historical fiction special uh, is on the way. And what we thought would uh, we would do, and feel free for you to uh, contribute to what the, you think these questions should be, but we thought it'd be worth finishing each conversation with our top authors with some. Slightly more avant-garde kind of Sunday supplement kind of questions. Yeah. The kind of thing that, you know, reveals a little bit more. Or in some cases, a whole lot less. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, the, the love of books, you know, that's great. So, so we've, got, we've got some questions okay. uh, and you'll hear them put to Mandarin Tracy next week. But the full list I've got here. So I thought we, we should answer them. Yeah, OK. And then if yeah. you want to add any... Uh, questions to this list, then we'll then we'll do that, and then we'll have a vast long list of questions, which will take over the whole podcast. Good, good, yeah. So, uh, question number one: the last book you really, really enjoyed, Matt Williams. Okay, my the, the last book, oh, certainly the last fictional book that I really enjoyed was one we did uh, on the book club a year or so ago, I think. 
I, I have lost count of the number of people I've recommended this book to. It's um, called All Our Wrong Todays by Elan Mastai. And it is a, a, bit, a bit of time travel, a bit of very close science fiction. I'm nor, I am normally not sci-fi at all. In fact, fantasy, I really can't cope with that at all. But this is uh, very... It's, it's basically it's back, back to the future. That's, that's the kind of science fiction we are in. And it's the basic premise is that the world we live in today is actually a parallel world to the to the real world which is that they created a perpetual motion machine and is that true in the, well no it's not because oh. it's the book but it's so it is such a every person i've recommended to this to i said oh my goodness i'm absolutely gripped it's so good we Elon did that in the book club didn't we yeah we did yeah all our wrong todays it's really good uh, i am going to go to no one's great surprise particularly yours the because i was thinking about this the last book that i and actually it coincided with my last summer holiday okay so i think you read in an entirely Different way, and it yeah. isn't a book that we that we've done anything for on the radio. I would love to have spoken to Colson Whitehead, oh, who yes. wrote Underground Railroad, yeah. um, which I think is about to. Well, it's going to be turned into a TV series in America. I think that's right, um, but it's almost it's it's really strange to try and to try and explain it, but. I mean, everyone knows that. I mean, you and it's got a, it's got a rave review from Barack Obama on the front. That's you know? not bad if you're going to have a you know testimony. Yeah, exactly. So he had he had a big recommendation. Anyway, the Underground Railroad is, as many people know and remember, the network of abolitionists who ferried slaves out of the South and took them north, uh, and in some cases further north uh, into Canada. What what Colson Whitehead does, and this is this happens after about page. 70. So the first 70 pages is, is uh, it's a, you know, it's a tough read. It, it takes place on a plantation, yeah. particularly vicious plantation. And then when our hero, uh, Cora, escapes, what Colson Whitehead has done, he's turned the Underground Railroad into a real Underground it's, Railroad. Yeah, an actual, yeah. Uh, like a steampunk yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. railroad that's, that, you know, that's underground. And you go, oh, wow. So it completely breaks every genre. Yeah, yeah. Go. So it's tough and it's brutal, but it's absolutely... Extraordinary. I think I read that based on your recommendation. And what did you think? I, I thought it was also superb. Yes, it's very, very good. So uh, I would say that's our very long-winded answer to question number one, so it could be a while. Uh, is there a book you regularly give as a gift? No, I don't give books as gifts. Um, <laughs> but we should do, because they're all over the place. We've got I bagfuls. I, well, yes, here's, here's my problem with that, is that it almost feels a bit like buying someone, you know, that you don't really know perfume. Is okay. you go, you're going to like this. This the is only, you. I've done the only book I've given as a gift recently is Sapiens. Oh, that's such a good book. By your father, yes. Harari. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the problem with giving that as a gift, though, is it is a is a big book. I love that book and I devoured it in a week. There you go. Because it's so, so good. But it is a little bit daunting when you see it the first time. What book do you remember being read to you as a child? Uh, I well, I remember reading a lot of Alistair MacLean. That's not the question. Alistair MacLean was what I when I was like in my early teens. Uh, my dad has said because I'd watched um, Where Eagles Dare, yes, and I loved Where Eagles Dare. Is that I, the question? Yes, it no, is. It's not. And the Where Eagles Dare, and I and my dad said, "Oh, he's written loads of others." So I read loads, loads of my. What about you? Who? What, what book you, do you remember being read to you read, as, a as, child? as a child? That was Alistair MacLean reading by myself in my. So okay. what about you? What, so you what were you being read to? Rupert the Bear. Okay, and I think this is right, but I seem to the first words that came to my head was Torchy the Battery Boy. I don't remember okay. that character. Now, Torchy the Battery Boy was a TV series, but I'm convinced that there was like an annual spin-off 
uh, it was a, I think it was like a Jerry Anderson. It was like before Thunderbirds. Okay, but it was all about a boy who was a torch, and he was run by batteries. Obviously, <laughs> what was <laughs> his special power then? He had the, he could the ability light up. to light. Up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Never fear, everyone. I'm here. Torchy, can you turn on the light? Oh, brilliant. Thanks for coming. Trampling (laughs) all over my childhood memories. He's not a superhero. He's just an ordinary (laughs) child who happens to be a torch. Should every story involve, oh, let's go into this cave, stroke, dark room, stroke. It's the early 60s. We were impressed by that kind of thing. Brilliant. Look out for that. I will. If if anyone else has read Torchy the Battery Boy or remembers it as a book... Uh, you can get in touch with us uh, at our very memorable email, which is books of the year at yahoo.com. Yes, it is. I, I mean, this is such a great feature. I'm starting to think we should we should save some of our choices for another week. Have or do you, you want ever, to do one more question? Have you, have you ever cried reading a book? Never, because I don't cry, because I am a robot. What about you? <laughs> have you ever cried during a book? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> when Dumbledore died. Oh, right, OK, yeah. I don't think... Maybe it was... Oh, yeah. that was a... An emotional moment. It was obviously a very, very uh, powerful moment for people reading the book. That's right. apart from you. Apart from me. Do you want to do another one? I'll do one more. Okay, I'm sure you've got an answer for this as well. So I'll ask you first. The one that got away. What book should have been yes. massive that wasn't? Yes. Okay, so what? go on. You, you, what's your one that got away? I kind of struggled with this a little bit, uh-huh. but I am going to go for another book which I have recommended before. But when you mention it, no one, you'll know it, but okay. no one else goes, oh, yeah, 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 I read that. Uh-huh. Oh, I need to tell you what it is. And it's uh, Tin Man by uh, Sarah Winman. Yes, that is good. Uh, yeah. Which is uh, a yeah. story about two guys, Ellis and Michael, and Annie, who kind of comes in between them. Uh, and it's it's very, it's like... Uh, half an inch thick. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not a big book at all. You read it yeah. in a couple of days, but yeah. it's a beautiful study. It's a wonderful relationship and no one has heard of it. And it's it. got this really arresting cover as well. It's almost entirely yellow, isn't it? Like bloke on a bike. Bloke on a bike, and yeah. entirely yellow. Tin Man by Sarah Women. no one else knows about it. So mine, as you will know, my I've got a passion for sport books. I've just got and, a text, by Oh, really? Is it yeah. uh, Barack Obama again? Yeah, apparently yeah. everything is OK. <laughs> oh, just, brilliant, is it? Good. Thanks, thanks, mate. Um, uh, yeah, so I love sports books. And there is a book that came out last year, which was definitely my favourite book overall of last year. Um, and it's called Dog Round by Elliot Wurzel. And um, it, basically, Elliot is a boxing writer, but he's also he's a massive fan of boxing and has worked in boxing. And it is a book where he is challenging his own sport because basically he talks to boxers who have killed opponents in the ring and the number one the impact it's had on them but also who bears the responsibility is it the boxer is it the referee for not stepping in is it the uh the coaches on either side in in the corners or is it the audience or is it is it in fact all of us or is it the sport where this is the one sport where the the purpose of it is to keep hitting someone until they can't get back up again what kind of sport is that? And that would be a very that would be a, a slightly interesting book written by someone who's not a boxing fan, but a, a book from that perspective written by someone who adores the sport, who's lived and breathed that sport, and yet has a massive problem right at the core of it. I think it's a fascinating book. And, Should have been book of the year, but it wasn't. And at the end of it, do you think I'm not going to watch boxing again? Well, you do. It, what you do feel at the end of it is I feel slightly uneasy about watching boxing, and I think he he does as well. 
but he he st- he you know he still works in that industry he still it's still something he, you know how do you stop loving something like that despite knowing that the, the problems well i think that was very entertaining it was yeah they're just yeah. some of the amazing questions that we've thought up uh, to add to the end of uh, each interview with our uh, top Yes, I mean, if you've got questions as well that you'd like to send in and you think would be equally revelatory, then please do. And feel free to answer them yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because we would be interested to hear from you on uh, any subject, uh, as long as it's... About books? books. (laughs) You know, don't get in touch about About the situation in your kitchen or something like that. By the How way, I would solve this problem. The text that came in, by the way, for which yeah. I apologise, that's very unprofessional, yeah. because I was slightly worried about my passport having expired. But oh apparently, dear. But apparently it's OK. Did you look at the passport first? I asked someone to... Oh, you've got, a, you've, got a, you've got a person who looks at your passport for you. Well, she's you? my wife. Oh, right. I, I just said, <laughs> can you check, please, before I feel a complete idiot? yourself? No, maybe not. Uh, if you want to answer the questions, if you want to set a new question, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to review a book, if you want to tell us about your favourite read, if you just want to get in touch, if you see some fantastic writing that we need to know about, our email is booksoftheyear at yahoo.com. Uh, the next thing you'll hear from us is our chat with uh, Amanda Scott with Treachery of Spies and Tracy Borman, The King's Witch, all about historical fiction. Hooray! It, it's the way to go. It is, definitely. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.